0: The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad. This is the six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross on six thirty Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station.
1: Another edition of how's that make you feel on the 6:30 chat afternoon news dr. Gans Ferrance joining us in the studio along with Amanda Knight and we're talking about the uh, business strategies that you can use at home we touched on resilience and again I love this uh, you know determine what's urgent versus what's important I'm going to put that on my desk uh, we're going to move on to open open-mindedness open-mindedness um, what, can't be judgy? It <laughs> <laughs>
2: can,
3: just doesn't work real well. <laughs>
1: All right,
2: expand on that, Amanda. Well, I, I mean, open-mindedness is really about having a mind that is open to different perspectives mm-hmm. and so you know when we're not open-minded when our mind is closed that's when we get judgy because we're saying no this is how it is and the problem is is that it can land in a way on people that well you know this is how it is and, and you're wrong or you're not right uh-huh. or you don't fit which is what we see a lot in the workplace when you know we're assessing people for talent you know what you know if you're not in this particular profile of person um, or you're not like me you know we often talk about leaders wanting their mini-me's working for them oh. because they're easy to, you know, to manage because I know who they are mm-hmm. rather than actually thinking about how about having somebody really different and diverse on <coughs> my team who's going to bring something amazing and a, a different perspective mm-hmm. because they've got a different mind, you know. They're, different they're, way of they're thinking. Different way of yeah, thinking. Things. So that's why open-mindedness is is just so important.
0: So this is back to your mother trying to get you to try vegetables, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> So in other words, a manager would have biases, right? Yeah. Mm. So you have to what get rid of those biases or just acknowledge in your mind that you have them Be co- be aware of them
2: Well, that's yeah. the first step Absolutely <laughs> is is know that whether you like it or not you're a human being and you have mm. biases So just actually even appreciating that I think is a it's a huge step forward that every one of us could take mm-hmm. um, Then yes, actually getting to understand how that bias plays out is is critical you know, we're never going to be able to uh, get rid of them because most of them are hardwired in our brain just from our our upbringings and our childhoods and things like that but absolutely getting awareness of it I think is is an absolutely essential thing for the world to change and and, you know we're seeing so much bias and prejudice and you know People being pushed aside, you know, and mm-hmm. and you know I don't know just things down the middle people being pushed into different corners We need to get away from that by actually realizing that we are all different
1: and,
3: and that we do have biases And being and having biases is not a character flaw, right? It's it's normal and human the character flaw, I think, and I don't even know if I call it a character flaw, but where it becomes dangerous is when we don't recognize that we have bias, and that we think that this is just how the world works, or we think that our bias is the correct bias, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody should have our bias, mm. and and then we don't we don't take that into account, right? And and so it's like you know if I know that, uh, for example. Um, somebody who's who's uh, who presents a certain way right and they, they come in a suit and whatever and I see them as oh yeah this person's really smart or they're a corporate or whatever right that's a bias it might be a positive bias in that person's direction but it's still a bias now if I understand that's my natural bias I might say okay I know I get this reaction at first but let me take a step back and let me actually see who this person is behind the suit, mm-hmm. behind the title, and let me get to know this person as an individual. And in that way, whether it's a positive or negative bias, it doesn't hurt that person and it doesn't hurt me and we can have a much more honest interaction. So with that bias includes, because I'm thinking about the
0: application to the home life, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say uh, the bias was, or preconceived notion, I'd rather call right, it, sure. uh, that my daughter never cleans up her room. So mm-hmm. no matter what effort she makes to clean up her room, it's you not... Good enough it. for me, and I right. won't see it, right? right? And as a result of that, I don't encourage her to clean up her room mm-hmm. because no matter what effort she puts into it, she's not going to get.
3: My right. approval, right? And and worse is you you will create a, a a conflict between you guys because when she's doing everything she thinks it, she needs to do to clean her room, you're not recognizing it, and so you know nothing's good enough for dad, right? You, you, you so either I mean? I'm not yeah.
0: telling her what my criteria is for a clean room, or I'm simply not seeing that she is doing what I asked her to do, right?
3: And you know, and this is a, these biases are extremely powerful. There've been there've been research research um, projects that have been done where they tell a, a classroom teacher, for example. Example, um, you know, you got a really smart class, okay? And you go in, and these are professionals, and all of a sudden, everybody's performance is way higher, and it's, and, and they, they do like double blind and stuff. So it's not like the the teachers grading them higher; they will they actually perform higher yeah. because of the teacher's expectations. And the converse is also uh, true, right? So these these t- tempt, yeah. uh, these open the open mindedness is a very important life skill, whether you're dealing with you know leadership at, at work or leadership at home.
1: Let's talk about healthy expression. Um, speak up in a way that gets you heard and respected. Um, who wants to take that one on?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, I lo- I lo- you know, I love talking about communication, but mm-hmm. this, you know, why-, why don't you talk about how it shows up in your world, Amanda?
2: Well. <laughs> again it, it kind of builds on the resilience and the open-mindedness because you've got to, you've got to understand yourself you've got to know what's really important to you and what's what you need to then be able to express it and the point the, the reason we call it healthy expression is because there's also then ways of expressing that are going to help you get heard because if you say it in a certain way then it, that actually is in a judgmental way accusing somebody of something they're actually not going to listen they're going to shut down because their, their amygdala has been flamed in their brain and they've gone on the fight flight response and suddenly they won't even be able to hear you and so what we teach in in um the the leadership work that we do around healthy expression is know know your feelings know what's important to you and sh- and speak from yourself from i you've got to, mm-hmm. it's, it's about this is how i'm feeling you you can only talk about what you feel you can't talk about you know what impact that's having on others um so coming from i is, is your truth and therefore people can then respond to that and depending on how they respond obviously depends on what kind of relationship you've probably got. So instead of saying you don't understand
1: what I'm dealing with and right. saying I feel you don't, I feel overwhelmed right. this is what I'm dealing with that sort of thing.
3: Or even like you know for that, ex- that example you don't you you don't understand what's yeah. going on right I mean as soon as you say you people's like yeah. kind of shut down right I'm pointing but, the finger right exactly <laughs> but I don't feel heard by you Mm-hmm. Is a very different thing, you know. I don't feel I don't feel understood. I feel frustrated because I, I feels like I can't. No one really gets what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. Very different tone to it. Yeah, huge. Than you don't listen. You never listen to me, right? And so, you know, that's a, obviously a very foundational skill for any leader to have at work. But we know this shows up that's all huge the home. time at home, right? Mm. Yeah.
2: Well, nobody can actually make us feel anything. That's right. That's, I think, the, the ultimate realization that we want to get people to is, I'm, I'm feeling this because this is the way that I respond to this right. situation. But somebody else might actually have a very different response mm-hmm. to the same thing mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: and so, and so having that reflected in our language, teaching ourselves, training ourselves to think about, I feel this way when such and such happens, as opposed to, you made me yeah. feel this. this. way, I don't want to yeah. give away my power by saying, you have control over how I feel. I, I refuse to do that. I feel this way. It's my responsibility. Yes, there may be some things you're doing to contribute to that or whatever, yeah. but that's on me.
1: All right, connectedness. And you've said this before, I've heard this from you before, teamwork makes a dream work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I think I've heard from my husband too. <laughs> um, Evalue each person's differences, and uh, and that allows you to to look at things in different ways.
3: Well, you know, Amanda was saying this before too, like that whole idea of bringing in people who have differences Uh and and valuing those differences, but then working together, cultivating the idea that even though we may see it and come at it from different positions we are still trying to achieve the same thing and 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 having that message be brought across so that everybody feels like they're part of the team is extremely important
2: mm-hmm. absolutely i think certainly for a leader but even at home even in our own, in our partnerships having that wh- what are we trying to achieve together mm-hmm. you know what's our vision for our lives and having that picture so that when when the challenges come when the the pressure is on we're actually holding that as our goal and uh, rather than actually trying to compete with each other about mm. you know mm-hmm. how how do we get what we need to happen actually what we're trying to do is this we're trying to create this amazing family right. so uh, you know <laughs> we have to understand that there's there's things that need to happen to make that happen but if we're at each other's throats the whole time then it's that's that's not connectedness that's keeping <sighs> ourselves separate
3: that shows up a lot for me when i'm working with families with parents especially because everybody has the same goal generally when you dig down deep enough they want to raise healthy, happy well-functioning kids right but you know my family did this and my family did that and this is how I think about raising kids and this is what I think about whatever right and so we don't we, we, we get lost in the Um, superficial layers of superficial levels of what that what the real goal is and we haven't actually taken the time to dig down to say okay well we both want the same thing how do we find common ground and then value the different perspectives maybe i'm too hard maybe you could use a little more structure and maybe we could work together to achieve what we truly want here yeah. see that's interesting because
0: i'm thinking from a corporate level that you have uh, department heads mm-hmm. uh, right who may all have the same uh, goals but not the same objectives and so they they would they don't work together properly towards a corporate goal right but putting it in a home life you have two leaders generally mm-hmm. speaking right. Right. You have Mm -hmm. the father and the mother and they they may agree on the ultimate goal, but may not agree on the mechanics to get them get themselves to that goal.
3: Right. Well, this is why it's so important to even have the concept that we need to like, first of all, the the basic same goal exists, but we need to have open dialogue, healthy communication, you know, empathy, all these different things in order to be able to sit down and negotiate how we get that done. To make everybody feel included and also satisfy everybody, Mm.
1: we'll talk positive expectations. Uh, Number uh, the well, the last one on the mm. list of the five business strategies you can use at home. Stick around. Dr. Gans joining us in studio along with uh, Amanda Knight as we talk about the five business strategies that you can use at home. And it's interesting when you start kind of breaking it down, you look at uh, each of these strategies, uh, you know, from the corporate level, how you'd use them in the office. Then you turn around and like how you would use them in the kitchen at home uh, when you're dealing with... kids or co-workers i i guess you know for for me i didn't really necessarily think that there was a huge translate like mm. there was a, a huge um that it would be as similar as it is and obviously it is uh the last one on here is positive expectations um what is it about you know, waking up with a smile on your face every day and oh. you know i remember actually i had for the longest time i had a I had a, a, a sticker thing in my car, and it was uh, from Lance Armstrong. And it was back in my um, bodybuilding days when I needed to get through a lot of stuff. And I think it was something along the lines of, you know, the perspective you choose to live your life is a decision you make every day. Something mm. along those days, you know, you can decide when you wake up in the morning that's going to be a really crappy day, or you can mm. you kind of maybe look at it a bit differently.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and when we when we talk with leaders, we talk about, you know, if you've if you've woken up and you've woken up in a funk, um, or you've had a um, you know, row with your husband and wife that morning and you get in the car and you're in the parking lot. and you're just going to take all of that into your uh-huh. workplace, unless you have the presence of mind to actually realize that I can shift this, I can actually decide that I'm going to have a different kind of day. and it's just a choice. Emotional intelligence is all about actually being choiceful in how we act based on what's going on inside of us. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, having positive expectations is choosing to see life through a lens where good stuff can happen, rather than always believing that it will be the crappy stuff that will happen.
3: Well, well it's, that, it's that term that you know we've used here before. Um, uh and uh, I'm going <laughs> blank on it right now.
1: Hungry, angry.
3: Yeah. Well, actually, it's uh, um, just being able to know how to think, right? Mm. Uh, so metacognition. Okay. Right. Being able to train yourself to think in a certain way and recognize that, yeah, it can start off this way, but I can put a firewall there so it doesn't have to spread to the rest of my rest of my day. I don't have to carry that energy with me and get lost in that vortex of stress or whatever it is, whether it's at work or
1: at home. But what about those who might say then you're just kind of, you're, you're faking it, you're, yeah, <laughs> that it's, you always come into work all oh, happy dappy and, well, so, you know, so some, some, who, some, who people, that? some people are like, you want to like <laughs> And I can't say that on that, but you know, sometimes like those people, they just seem so fake at times too.
3: Well, no. So, so look at this is, this is not about Holly hobby, just placed plastering a smile on your face and always having the rose colored glasses on. This is about recognizing, you know what? I woke up, I had a fight with the, with the spouse. I feel crappy, but do I want to continue to feel crappy or do I want to have a different mm-hmm. outcome and experience going forward? So it's not denying what happens. It's actually owning what happens giving yourself permission to experience it, feel it, but then making a proactive choice to do something different as you go forward. And so in, and that in itself, that way of thinking is a skill. That is not something that is hardwired. We can learn that, and the more we practice it, the better we get at it. And that's that's what Amanda was talking about with that positive expectation.
2: I think the you know the the hardwiring piece is that the the more that you start to think positively about things and have positive expectations, the the less you're going to use that hardwiring. And it actually is in neuroscience now. They're saying that if you use the hardwiring less, it actually starts to shrivel up because what mm-hmm. you, you're doing is you're you're paving new pathways ways mm-hmm. so by th- by choosing to think positively we can actually create new yeah. new stuff in our brain you're rewiring your brain th- yeah. and then it becomes easier actually yeah. so
0: is that also a matter of taking expectations in a different direction in terms of this has never worked right. so it's never going to work right as opposed to saying <laughs> why has this never worked let's fix it
2: i would always want <laughs> to look at underneath, is there anything that we could, do, could have done differently? Because then maybe there is. You know, for something to never, 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 never work may that things were always done the same. Um, so I, I, w- I would challenge that. Um, however, ultimately, if you know, for example, if we get down to trust between two people, if you know somebody's untrustworthy, you can still treat them as a great human being you just know that you can't trust them Uh and so you adapt Hmm. your behavior around it and you you help them understand that you know look I I would love to um, you know give you this promotion I just I'm struggling right now because you you aren't showing up to work regularly Uh or you're not delivering on these projects on time so can I help you what what needs to change for that but it's recognizing that I you know I'm struggling right now to trust you so that's fine but it's being realistic and I yeah. think that's mm-hmm. it's you know, well,
0: that that's a common complaint among employees that they've been passed over for promotion and don't know why. Mm. Yeah. But being told why would certainly help them absolutely
3: <laughs> adjust their behavior so that they could get promoted if they're open to listening, which mm-hmm. is, goes back to open-mindedness, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. you have to, if if you want to go, if you want to get better, you got to be willing to hear feedback. That's all mm-hmm. it is.
1: Interesting, a number of uh, comments on here go back to one of the very first things I think that you had said uh, was about uh, emotional tools and self-reflection re- skills should be part partially taught young like a class oh, yeah, Like people are talking about this and so why isn't this being you know something that's being taught in school
3: well yeah and and you know <clears throat> the more um progressive schools are looking okay. at, at this into uh, putting this into the curriculum but this goes back to what amanda said early in the hour where you know the common denominator is these these na- natural quote unquote natural leaders had good parents yeah, and yeah. A good upbringing right and so it kind of was taught but it wasn't um it wasn't directly or obviously taught. It was sort of, they just grew up in that environment.
1: Amanda Knight, if uh, people want to find out more about you and the work you do, is there a website or is there a place that they can go to? Yep, yeah, my website is theleadershipprivilege.com. Theleadershipprivilege.com and Dr. Gans, tell yeah.
3: us where we can find you. DrGans.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-G-A-N-Z.com.
1: All right, we'll look forward. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you for joining we'll us. Talk to you next week. Yes, thank you.
0: The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at two on 630 Chad.